Welcome to Hey Asshole. It, well, <laughs> our new name. Our new name. The new season six and number name. <laughs> hey Asshole. Hey Asshole. Try saying that on the radio, aren't you? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could say hey hole on the radio. You can say hey hole. Yeah, and you can say hey ass. butt. Yeah, you can say butt. You can't say hey hey ass. You can't, ass. Say, you can't ass. say hey ass. Oh, so the other day I was at uh, Panda with Cat and they were playing um were like they an playing 80s. A podcast? No, no, no. They were <clears> playing at <throat> 80s radio station and some other guy like somewhere else in the restaurant was like, "Yeah, I like the 80s. It's nice and family friendly." What? Like, the yeah. It's like, yeah, I was just like, and then the server said something like, oh, yeah, radio these days, they just say whatever they want. And I really wanted to, like, turn around and go, you can't say whatever you want on the radio. The FCC said so. <laughs> like, the, there are still things you can't say on the radio. The, the flying cunts of chaos make like, damn sure you can't say whatever you want. Yeah. The they will come after you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's who Surge Tanking tours with. Yeah. So, a couple of things about that. One, they let you say the F word in PG-13 movies back then. Yeah. Yeah. More yeah. than once. Mm-hmm. More than once. Because it wasn't, a, it wasn't a, ner- a dirty word. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like a slur. Yeah. But like one that was acceptable for teenage boys to say, I guess. Yeah. So, fuck that family-friendly nonsense. Yeah. Jeez. Different times. Yeah. The guy was probably born in, like, 92. Uh, he was a very young-looking father, so... Probably. Good probably, for him. Probably born at, like, 89. Yeah. Like, something like that. Like, not actually in the 80s. I used really to have... to look back with rose-colored glasses. Mm-hmm. I used to have this co-worker who was older than everyone else in the audience, in the audience, in the office. Um, we were all, like, in our 20s, late, you know, early to late 20s, and he was, like, in his late 30s. And we, I used to love to, like, be like, I don't understand your strange, outdated references, but then, like, <laughs> I knew the theme song to Mr. Belvedere, <laughs> which is a sitcom that hasn't been on the air for a while. Oh, yeah. And he would be like, you are so confusing! <laughs> <clears throat> how do you understand, how do you have that theme song on lock? <clears throat> and I never had the heart to tell him that it was because it showed up in an episode of Adventure Time, so. Nice. Yeah. Damn. Uh, it would have blew that guy's mind. It would have. He would have lost his shit. Yeah. Here's the fun thing with that, is that my response... So one day I was in... Um, wait, wait, hang on, pause. There's Mr. Bel- Belvedere shows up in an episode of Adventure Time? In Adventure Time, the theme song does. Marceline sings the theme song. That's Cheers. No, she does, oh, she does, she does Belvedere, Belvedere too. Oh, So okay. it's in the Stakes miniseries. Oh, Okay. In the scene where, like, she, like, comes across those humans who are being attacked by vampires, mm-hmm. and one of the the golden guys around the fire, and he's like, we must sing the songs of the past. Streaks <laughs> <laughs> on the china, oh. never mattered before. That's pretty good. I <clears throat> the lore behind Adventure Time. So good. Yeah. The show. It's, like, the show is fine. It's, re- it's great. <clears throat> Uh, but I love everything surrounding the show more than I like the show. Honestly, ninety percent of the like ninety percent of the time, except for in like a cute few or for a few key characters like Marceline, the Ice King, Princess Bubblegum, for examples, 
um, the lore surrounding Adventure Time is like not important. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you write a really backstory, you know, like a really detailed backstory for your for your OC, but the story is just them like going to get coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> And I, for one, fucking love that. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like, they were like, okay, well, here's this entire thing, but we're only going to just, we're only going to bring it up, you know, for these three characters, yeah. and for no one else does it matter. Yeah. You know. That's <clears throat> always fucking cool, because that's what, that's... That's good world building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fantastic. It really is. Building. Yeah. Because that's what makes Dark Souls, like, really interesting. Like, yeah, all that shit's really cool behind it and everything, but... I love discussing detailed world building and then being like, but none of this really matters to the story where we come in. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's that to me is like, you've built up a really interesting world. Yeah. Lord of the Rings has that. Star Wars does too. Yeah. Where like everything else is amazing, but you only have like this snippet to look at. Yeah. yeah. You have to deal with this one fucking family's drama there, it's over 30 years. They, by the way, they are years. the Kimyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the Kardashians of that one galaxy they a long, really long time are. ago. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But like, yeah, there's all this other shit that's going on in the Star Wars universe. One family's fucking it all up. Well, that's what you're. Yeah, that's uh, that's the one thing. What, what yep. space athlete killed his wife for the Skywalkers to have that <clears throat> amount of power? Fuck. Um, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> you right? <laughs> Man, he does not feel any guilt about killing all those kids. Yeah. Nope. God, that reminds me of my favorite headcanon that actually makes the new... Like, the newer Star Wars is a fun. I haven't seen the newest one, but Snoke? Yeah. Uh, really cool headcanon about him. He's the little kid from the scene where Anakin is murdering the kids that like, looks up at him like the closest to him. Yeah. That he that, that kid grows up to be Snoke. Oh, man, oh, I like that theory. That's way better than what they actually did. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're right. Yeah. That's way better than what actually happened. I'm here to tell you what actually happens is rote. Yeah. It is just 100% like you get to the big twist reveal that they let go, that they just let you know in the middle of the movie, which I'm personally not against. And But then it's just like the rest of it is exactly how you think it's going to go. Oh, yeah. Mm. There's nothing else. It's just like, okay, we're in Star Wars land now. And this mm. is what happens in Star Wars movies. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. and that's why. Revenge of the Sith is the most interesting Star Wars movie. Yeah. I fucking said it. I'll give that one to you. I'll fight you. I haven't watched that one since it came out. Oh, yeah. Same. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Revenge of the Sith? I've watched it multiple times. I haven't watched A New Hope since it came out in 1976. (laughs) (laughs) The original three are the only ones I've seen more than once. Really? I've yeah. seen Rogue One more than once. I haven't seen Rogue One. Oh my god. It's great. You should watch it. I heard it's a really good war movie, and I have a, like a very dead sense of like what it's... I love in movies. Like I love prison movies, I yeah. love war movies, yeah, like sports movies. Sure. So when somebody was like, oh, Rogue One is one of the best war movies out, 
it's a it's a war movie, cool. but it's specifically about spies. Yeah, and espionage. It's it's an espionage during wartime movie. If yeah. someone had said <clears throat> it to me earlier, <laughs> I well, would have watched it by now. Well, I'm saying it to you now. God damn it! <laughs> Sorry. So we don't communicate. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like but it home. is. It's like it's like spies. It's it's wartime spies in space. Yeah, yeah. Like, we like, know the general premise of it, right? Oh god, no. I go it's, into most things blind. It's, it's how they got the plans for the Death Star. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's the group of people who got the Death Star plans. Oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. that's neat. It is pretty neat. I I really liked it. Is it like I really spies liked it like too. Us? Probably not. I've yeah. never seen Spice That'd be like cool this. Fun. It's a really good uh, Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd movie from the 80s. Oh. Oh, I don't know anything about the 80s. The so. only thing I know about that movie is what they referenced about it in Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> that one scene when they're in the giant, like, uh, Russian garb to stay warm. Yeah, yeah. and, like, Chevy Chase is actually <clears throat> a spy. Yeah. Because Ronald Reagan made him one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just really like Spies Like Us. Oh, yeah. my God. The 80s, am yeah, I right? Absolutely. Aren't we there again, kind of? Yeah, we're in bit. the 20s. We're 60 years away from being in the 80s again. But, like, in a way, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, time is a flat circle, so. No, time is soup. No, it's not. <laughs> it's something else that I couldn't think of quick enough. It's ephemeral. It's a butt. Time is a butt. Didn't we talk about that in an earlier episode? Yep. Yes, we did. Time butt. Time is time a butt. Yeah, well, actually. <laughs> I think I cut that. <laughs> no! Why did you cut time, but... It is on Patreon now. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, yeah. I don't think I could live with myself if time, but was lost. Or if you're listening to this <clears> at the time <throat> of release, it might be coming out sometime soon, but it is it is coming to Patreon, so if you want to hear about the time, but... Yeah. I, I had to cut it because of time. <laughs> <laughs> if only we had a time, but... Yeah. <laughs> More like time big. Why did we start to... What? We had a thing. What what led us to time butt again? Uh, no, we don't want to give too much I was away. I talking about the, uh, the guy <clears throat> talking about 80s music in a Chinese restaurant. That's how we got here. Oh, no, I meant like originally, but this is oh, good too. Oh, time butt? It was just Ben wanted us to pitch him a new time travel movie, and your oh. idea was time butt. <laughs> that was your idea. You did that to us. I don't even remember that conversation. You're welcome. It sounds amazing. Yeah. It is. Uh, yeah. I just when I go home to bed, I just plug my head into a computer and I delete everything. <laughs> That's what I Yeah, I stole your program, Travis. All right. Well, we're not here to talk. Speaking of computers, uh, we're not here to talk about anything. <laughs> nope. We're here to talk about what characters we remind each other of. Yeah. yeah. We spent roughly thirty minutes. Thirty? I don't know. I'm just being. We spent six hours uh, cooling through. <laughs> we spent days. No, we just compare each other to a bunch of Yu Hakusho characters. If y'all haven't seen Yu Hakusho, you're absolutely fucked. Um, Watch it on Crunchyroll because it's better. Is it on Crunchyroll? I don't know if it's on Crunchyroll. It's, it's on, on Funimation. It's on Hulu. I didn't know it was on Hulu. It's on YouTube. It is on uh, Funimation. Their PS4. App. It's on YouTube. Don't. No one tell Funimation. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to pay for Google Plus or YouTube Plus again. Uh, just so I don't have to see ads. <clears throat> um, but yeah, watch Yu Haga Show. You can, you can find it for, you know, free many yeah. places. Yeah. It's, it's worth a watch. It's one, of, like, it's one of my favorite anime because it doesn't take itself seriously. And oh, the no. Or- the original dub sounds like what 
an abridged cast would put together. Yes. Yeah. I so I sometimes just out of curiosity will watch episodes of the sub and compare it to the dub. And I just want to say sub's great. Yeah. Sub's great. But that dub is like what du- oh what dubs can be. Yeah. So I was watching it's classic. One of my favorite moments in Yu Hawk show is when Karama just absolutely wails on uh Kaito with the word yeah. puzzle thing. Is that the kid? <clears throat> no, no. No, it's not when he murders that kid. That's his classmate who he steals his soul. Oh yeah, God! Yeah, Karama is hardcore. Karama, if you think about it, Karama does more fucked up shit in the entire series than he ever could. He really does. He betrays two two of his allies. Yeah, like and right off the bat, that his inter- his introductory character moment is him betraying an ally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which he never would. Yeah. He blinds another guy. Mm-hmm. He kills a kid. Yep. And he tricks a classmate, a teenager, into giving up his soul. Well, after he takes Hiei's soul. But yeah, Hiei, that's true. Hiei was a dick about it, but he's a dick about everything. Yeah. I'm just saying, Karama is that bitch in sheep's clothing. Yeah. yeah. Because he's like, like the pretty boy, like super sweet mama's boy, who is also <laughs> like... I'll fucking cut you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually one of the moments where I'm talking about where I was watching. So it's this classmate. Do you remember when they go to the house to find Yusuke? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, and he mm-hmm. immediately loses his soul. So basically, um, this classmate character, his name's Yukaito. Um, he has the ability to make certain words taboo. And the word he chooses is hot. And Hie, who was like the token evil teammate character, except not really, we all know that's Karama. Um, but the token evil teammate character is Hie, and Hie is immediately like, no word controls my fate, hot. And then gets his soul taken like a small idiot. Yeah, because that's if you say the taboo word, your soul gets taken from your body, a la you, or, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Or whatever. Um, I haven't seen Yu-Gi-Oh in, the, Yu-Gi-Oh in this decade, so I don't really remember the plot much. Oh, man. I know, right? Are you going to fix that? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where life takes me. I feel that. Maybe, maybe Yu-Gi-Oh is something I leave behind in the teen years. Yeah, I will say you maybe <clears throat> you haven't seen Yu-Gi-Oh in this decade yet. Yeah. But you still have seen it in the last 10 calendar years. Yes. Something but that will end next year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You watched it more re- No, that was me. I watched like, the newest one. You know when you mistake <laughs> you for me? <laughs> I know I get you and you and Travis mixed up all the time, but at least I'm not like, Ben, wait, no, I meant myself. <laughs> I thought we had talked about you like watching Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, within like the past year or two. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Um, I've watched Yu-Gi-Oh! A Bridge the past year or two. Okay, that doesn't count. But I haven't seen Yu-Gi-Oh! I think Yu-Gi-Oh! The last time I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! I was at... I was in Missouri. And no. I'm pretty sure it was 2011. We watched it. Oh, fuck, you're right! <laughs> oh. But we didn't watch the whole thing. No, we only watched the first ten episodes. Yeah. So that doesn't count. I never make it past... Uh, the fight, the first fight. Like, I always, like, check the With, fuck uh, out. With Kaiba? Yeah. Damn. So, like, sometimes I'll skip ahead. That's to, like, episode one. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> you never make it past episode one? No, but sometimes I will skip to like where they're in the island because that's where I've seen the most. Right. But, like some of that's interesting. That's like episode five. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um dull. I I always make it to the end of the second big tournament arc, which is Battle City, which mm-hmm. is the tournament Kaiba runs. And then after that, some bullshit I'm not interested in happens, and I just skip to where Bakura, who's spent the entire time doing absolutely nothing, except posturing and being a real big idiot, finally gets off his ass and is like, oh, right, I had an evil plan I was planning to put into motion the entire time. And then he does that. Bakura, I think I've talked about this before, he's um, not the act, his name's not actually Bakura, but that's what they call him in the show. He is the worst villain of all time. He is, I mean, his motivations are fine. He wants to destroy the world, kind of. He's like teamed up with a demon and he Mm. wants to destroy the world. The reason why he wants to destroy the world, his village was completely like, Everyone was killed to create the Millennium Items. That sounds neat. Yeah, they basically, like, killed everybody, melted them down with the gold, and then created the items. Damn. Yeah. So it's kind of like how... Philosopher Stone style from Full Metal Alchemist. It is a little exactly bit, yeah. Where I was going with yeah. This. yeah. I've only seen five anime. <laughs> <laughs> and half of them were Full Metal Alchemist. Oh man, I actually have another character to compare Travis to now. Oh boy. And actually, you too now. Okay. And they're both FMA characters. All right, let's <laughs> let's do. It. Sorry. Let's that. I'll tell you the Karama thing later. Do we want to start with Travis, you or me? I don't care. Do we want to go like round or just get them all? Let's do. Them, let's, let's, let's let's get them all out. Let's of get them all at once yeah. and let's start with Travis. Okay. All right, you ready? Yeah. These are scathing looks into who you are as a person. Great. If you're not crying by the end of this, either from joy or sadness, we have not done our job as friends. Are we going to repeat that to each other as we go around the table? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Patches from Dark Souls. Whose patches, Ben? Yeah, whose patches? So, in in Dark Souls, there's this asshole character. I say this with life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get to a thing. This bit. I'm going to get to a thing. So, the first thing you meet him in Demon Souls. Oh. Uh, he's in every game. He's in Bloodborne. I don't know if he's in Sekiro, but he is in Bloodborne. Uh, and he might be in some other characters or other games as well. Mm-hmm. But any hoozle, the first time you meet him in most of the games... You see these shining like rocks that you can use as breadcrumbs throughout the game to like know where you've been before, and he kicks your fat ass like down into a hole, like laughing, being like, "I'm gonna kill you and steal all your items." Oh, but and that's you remind us of. All right, right. let's move on to the next. We're gonna move on to the next character, so, um, Kilgrave from Jessica Jones. He's what? a rapist. No, I'm just what kidding. the fuck? <laughs> so patches. Um, <laughs> That would be if we just like the rest of the list was like uh, Freddy. He's a child murderer, (laughs) so the connection there is pretty obvious. I would think Travis, don't you agree? But I I went with Patches because you know the thing where you ask for a thing and then you hand the exact opposite. Yeah, can we do that? Kind of. Um, But there's a thing in like Dark Souls Three because there's this merchant that you can use. Uh, he's a little thief dude that you can send off to places to get new items that he can sell. Uh. And if you don't save Seagward, or like don't continue his quest line mm-hmm. as a part of this trilogy of dudes, which is <clears throat> the salesman Seagward, 
Patches and Dan Self will go to the place where the merchant dies. Oh. And it's really fucking sad. Oh, it's no. really sweet because they're all fucking <clears throat> bros and shit. Huh. Aww. But yeah, it's really fucking cool and really neat. Uh, Vati, or yeah, Vati Vidya actually does a really cool, like, prepare to cry video on Dark Souls 3. Okay. And the one about the three of them is really cool. Nice. So yeah. It's awesome. The dick with a heart of gold. All right. A dick with a golden urethra. Who else do we have, Ari? Shizuru from Yu Yu Hakusho. Hell yeah. 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 Um, Shizuru is Kuabara's older sister. Uh, she is a stone-cold badass mm-hmm. um, who also cares about her family a lot. She's not a fire fighter, but she'll she'll kick a demon she'll down. Oh, yes. Yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll ass. she's she's not like I've got all these special powers. She's just like I like to smoke cigarettes. And she's a crafty bitch. And she's a crafty bitch. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's very calm. Mm-hmm. Like unless shit's like really going down, and I feel like you're like that, and you're you're go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Like Shizuru gets told that her brother is in a tournament fighting demons, and she's just like, "Well, as long as I know where he is, yeah. also I'm coming to go <laughs> support him, so he doesn't get himself killed like an idiot." Last <laughs> time they go to check in, like they don't they forget their tickets. Yeah, and there's a scalper. And yeah, and she like re-scalps them or something, or she does something where she like kicks his ass. She takes the tickets, she just like whips them out of his hand really fast, and like holds them behind her back and just like wiggles them and starts to explain. It's like, oh, here's our tickets. They were in my hand the whole time. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah, it's really smart that we wrote our names on our tickets, isn't it, guys? Yep. <laughs> and so they pass them around with a marker and they write each other's names on the tickets. Hell yeah. Hey. It's my favorite Shizuru moment. Yeah, but I feel like you just remind me a lot of her because you're also tall and yep. very like, like calm, and you're pretty go with the flow. And you get your heart broken by a man who wants to make a tunnel to the demon world. Yeah, that happened. That happened. Yeah. Yes. In when your, did that happen? Last year. Do you remember? Yeah, last year. You right. met that guy, and you swept him off your feet. What? He gave you a lighter. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot that that was a thing that happened in that show. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. The gambling man. Yeah. That's what they called him. Yeah. Um, I wonder what's he do- what's, what is he doing now that he broke up with Travis? He's, he's dead at the bottom of like a tournament like place. Mm. They got it. That he himself blew up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, just as long as we all know. As long as he knows. <clears throat> I never liked him. <laughs> all right. Uh, next we have um, Arthur from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Nice. But specifically movie Arthur. Movie Arthur. Yeah. I like movie Arthur. <laughs> Me too. He's like the best part of that movie. Yeah. He is. <laughs> So we, we kind of fought who was going to be the depressive robot in that situation. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we were trying to figure out. I think you're Zaphoid Beeblebrox. I see that. Yeah, I am Two Face. <laughs> Literally. Okay, so um, there's something about you that just strikes me as like, you know, the quote: "Some people are born great." Yeah. Some people have greatness thrust upon them. That quote. <laughs> You're the second half. (laughs) There's something about you, like, if I... No, but seriously, if I were going to, like, dramatize your life and put you in a fantasy story, Mm -hmm. I would would cast you as the audience surrogate every man who, like, finds himself way on over his head in the beginning, but then it has to, like, level up. Like, grind and level up and... Hell yeah. 
basically just takes care of Shin. I can dig that. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's Arthur a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he's funny. He's very dry. You're yes. very dry. Mm. I can see that. Yeah. Dry as a bone. Also, your yeah. life is absurd a little bit, maybe? Yeah. My life is a little absurd. A little bit. <laughs> I mean, you're deaf in one ear. Like, yeah. who gets that? Mm-hmm. That's not the reason. I... You well, passed through a liminal like, space once. I, I, I meet a lot of people that when I tell them I'm deaf in one ear, they'll tell me that they have, like, whatever percentage hearing loss in one ear, and they, like, totally get my plight, but they don't, <clears throat> because they were born with two functioning ears, and I was not. Yeah. So there's still that, like, major, small, but very important difference that mm. I think a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. Um. We also have you another... Every man, um, Sean from Sean of the Dead. Nice, hell yeah! You want to take this? Why? It's very like it's very much the absurd life, just a very calm, easygoing, ready like just just want to live your goddamn life, but shit keeps happening to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then Scotty from Star Trek. Mainly because you're a goddamn sweetheart. <laughs> Thanks yeah, Scotty is great. He's yeah. very sweet. He's sweet. He's loyal. He he's, got he's got a Scottish accent. He's got a Scottish accent. He's an he's an engineer. Like I do pound whiskey like a champ. That yes. is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's an engineer. I'm yeah. not an engineer. Well, I'm a food engineer. You're yeah. a so- you're a sound engineer. Oh, that's right. I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> I forget that. That's like. Sound engineers, like, back in the 50s and 60s, they used to wear lab coats in their recording studio. Really? Yes! Oh my god, let's get Travis a lab coat for his birthday! It was so fucking goofy. That logic is sound. Thank you. And I hear the pun. And nice. That's that's like a fucking triple pun, because the program I used to edit the show is called Logic. We know. Oh God! <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so you basically remind us of like kind of a grumpy but heart of gold type character yeah. who also like gets put in situations where maybe at the beginning you're a little over your head, but you just kind of like rise up to the challenge and yeah. save all of Agrabah or whatever. Hell yeah! I've, I've never seen Up, but you're like the old guy from Up. I kind of am like the old guy, but from you're up. also like the Boy Scout from Up. Yeah, I'm both of them. The duality of man. <laughs> 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 Alright. Am I next or is Benjamin next? Uh decide, Travis. Let's do Ari next. Okay. Oh no. So the first one I like immediately was yes. like Don Amigle from Parks and Rec. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a huge compliment. Because you're not afraid to tell people how it is. Woo! And you treat yourself. And, you, and you can treat yourself. I love to treat myself. A little too much. <laughs> Which brings us to number two. Yeah. Oh no! Kelly from The Office. I haven't seen much of The Office, but it's uh, Mindy Kaling's character. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's your explanation for it, Ben? Because this is your pick. Just very sweet. You can't get over like over. Can't think of the right word. But when your emotions strike. They fucking strike. Yeah. That's valid. Yeah. But you're also like like very street smart and savvy. Which I get from that character, or maybe I've just seen her in other things that it reminds me of you. Well as she's well. very Kelly is very ingrained in the like what's going on with the people. Yeah, I can see that with Ari. 
you happen to know what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes I hear about things for the first time, and it's from you. <laughs> yeah, like Blackpink. And I'm like, well, I didn't know that was a thing, but thanks. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Trying to keep y'all uh, Abreast of the in the know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt I had to that character. Okay, next one was uh, Haruko from Fooly Cooley. Thank you. Yeah. Mainly because I would imagine you like slapping somebody with a guitar. To, oh, to it's, fix it's on my bucket list. I believe it. If, I, if any of you guys ever have a robot that's trapped in your skull trying to get out, I'm going to absolutely attack you with a guitar. No. <laughs> I think it's not a guitar, actually. I think it's a bass. It is a bass. Yeah. Specifically a Rickenbacker. Yes. You get, do you have the scooter? I don't have the scooter. But maybe one day. Maybe one. Day. Also, I want that outfit. Yeah. Also, that, that is hair. A great outfit. Mm-hmm. It is. Fuck. Oh, yeah. oh my god! All these characters are like badass lady characters. Oh, yeah. I love this. I remember our last one. Are we at the last one? No, we're at the second. The last one. What's the second? The second last one is Botan. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> we all compared us to to Yu Hakusho characters because we have a Yu Hakusho for you too, Ben. Oh, yep, I think. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't be a Habcast episode without it. Yep, it's one of two characters, and I think I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Who are your two characters that I'm you not, think? I'm not going to tell you. No, I'm going to wait to see if I'm right. No, tell us, and we so we can know if you're right. It's either Kuwabara. Or Chew. Chew? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Botan's just, she cares about her friends. Yeah. Very, and she yeah. always tries to, like, keep a positive attitude about them. And, and sometimes she drinks that dumb bitch juice, which yeah. I feel like is very on-brand for me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Generally pretty smart, but then sometimes I drink that dumb bitch juice. Yeah. And the emotions and whatnot. And you're flying around, like, bringing people back and forth from River Sticks. Yeah. That's my other dream job, is Grim Reaper. I thought that's what your Moonlight job was. I fucking wish. (laughs) I only send people to the grave. I don't ferry them over. (laughs) All right. I like all these characters. Thank you. And then the last one's not a character, but a person. Yeah. Kate McKinnon. Oh, Wait, why Kate McKinnon? You're larger than lifeness. Guys, stop <laughs> with the compliments. <laughs> I figure mine are all going to be personal attacks, and I'm here for it. They're not. I'm, I'm just joking around, man. Not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but they're not. Yeah. So I'm basically like, in y'all's eyes, I'm a badass like bitch who is also really nice and kind of dumb sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. take it. And loves cats. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems about right. All right. This is fun. I like this game. This is a fun game. All right, Benjamin, are you ready for these personal attacks? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get this over with. Okay. Ari has them all written down, so. Yeah, she had all hers, too. Dean from Supernatural. Yeah, that's yeah. the first one. Yeah, yeah that was... <laughs> when, when Travis came in the room. Yeah, like, and was like, so Dean from Supernatural. <laughs> so Dean. <laughs> Because my taste in music, yes, the car I used to drive, and your clothes, <clears throat> and your clothes. clothes, and the way you talk, and the way uh, the way I drink dumb bitch juice, and your yeah, your okay. jokes, yeah, I see that. <laughs> and the homoeroticism that you and Travis have. <laughs> He's the cast. 
Or the Sam. No, I'm just oh, kidding. God. <laughs> what are you saying? Oh, no. He's the catcher. <laughs> No! Uh, no, um, but Dean is uh, also a badass who, like, protects the innocent and takes shit out and just, like, I don't know. Has yeah. alcohol drinking problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... The next person we had is actually two characters, yeah. but much like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, they're both sides of the same coin. Yeah. Jay and Silent Bob, <laughs> but specifically from Dogma. Oh. So I feel like Dogma is are the best iterations of Jay and Silent Bob. You're not wrong. They believe in a woman's right to choose. Yeah. They help avert the end of the world through, like, they're, like, pot smoking and just being, like... Really fucking cool and chill with Black Jesus. Yeah, I've never actually and his seen Black Dogma. Disciple. Oh, oh my great. god, it's great. it's great. I think I've only ever seen Clerks one. It's much like Good Omens and a little bit like Supernatural, yeah. where like yeah. there are two renegade angels who are trying to like end the world. They're not trying to end the world. They're trying to get back into heaven. Oh. But by doing so, because God decreed that they could never return to heaven. Um, uh, that would destroy the world because God could never be wrong, which is kind of like a bitch ass uh, reason. Okay. So basically, this um, like this woman who works in a, an abortion clinic is actually a descendant of Jesus and is tasked with stopping them with the help of Jay and Silent Bob, one of Jesus's disciples. What the fuck? And Alan who's Rickman. played by Chris Bar- Bar- uh, Rock and yeah. Alan Rickman? What? Yeah, and Selma Hayek. Yeah. Who is a muse. What the fuck is yep. this movie? It's an amazing. And much like Supernatural, God is not David Duchovny in a Slayer t-shirt. Nice. Yeah. As much as I wanted it to be. I mean, but God's pretty great. Yeah, God in this movie is great. Isn't George Carlin in this movie? George Carlin is also in this movie. He plays yeah. a corrupt bishop. Oh, nice. Yeah. I can it's, dig that. And the angels are um, uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Really? Yeah, yeah, they're the angels what? who are trying to like... And their names are um, Loki and Bartholomew. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and uh, they basically are like those vengeful types mm. who... They're like arch ang- or like archangels? Oh, okay. Arch angle. I can't talk. Arch, arch angles? Yes. Yeah. Arches don't have angles. <laughs> <laughs> they're half circles. <laughs> so um, they're basically like... They were banished for some reason. I don't remember why. And same reason as Lucifer, if I remember right. Yeah, like... They didn't want to bow down to humans. Yeah, mm. or questioning something, something. Mm. It's very tongue-in-cheek. Like, a lot of people were really offended by it when it came out. Shock. Oh, yeah. Whoa, 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 what? What's amazing is that Kevin Smith has always been kind of not a huge Christian, but he identifies as a Christian. Really? He is a God-fearing man. Now, that is something new to my ears. Yeah. I did not know that. Well, it opens with a quote. It's like... If you're offended by this movie, I'm really sorry or whatever, but we think God can take a joke. We think God likes jokes. Nice. He or she invented the platypus. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was the first time that the Westboro Baptist Church really took a hardline stance against Kevin Smith. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Um, But it's really not like, I don't know, I don't think it's that offensive. It's not. I remember this one scene where um, Loki and Bartholomew are like, 
we should murder some evildoers before we go back to heaven. And so they um, go to this, like, board meeting, this, like, for this big company. Yeah, for uh. movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's like an entertainment, it's like, basically like Hollywood. Of course it is. It's like Disney meets McDonald's. Yeah. Like if a Mickey Mouse had a burger chain. And basically, they murder everybody, except for this one woman who's the only one, like, who doesn't have, like, super hardcore sinful shit, <laughs> except when Loki sneezed, she didn't say, God bless you. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's totally worth a watch. It it's, is. It's absolutely. It's I, it's probably my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, it's one of his best. Yeah, for sure. Chasing Amy is rough. Chasing, has, chasing Amy is rough. But it has a really good, like... Jay and Silent Bob in the movie are really good as well. Yeah, and but, Jay, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back are good. Yeah. It's good. I'm excited about that sequel in Moritz, too. Yeah. Um, I will say, Chasing Amy has a scene which I feel like is very true to life, and that is when Amy's like, I'm dating a man and I might be bisexual, all of her lesbian friends are like, oh. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Yeah. Now, the way that the guy chases her, the way Ben Affleck chases the character... Is fucking rough and like oh yeah, just really shit. And she has to do the explain how same sex attraction works yeah. in the straight up like twelve year oldish way possible, oh, where yeah. they straight up have a conversation on a goddamn swing set. By the way, just to show how childish <laughs> this is, where Ben Affleck's like, "How do you know?" You're gay. And she's like, how do you know you're straight? Yeah. And it just feels very like... Mm. The way she explains fisting, as hot as it is... What the fuck? Also uncomfortable. This, yeah, this all happens in the same scene. Oh, man. All right, let's move on. Sorry, this reminded me of something that happened in the latest Doctor Who episode where... The doctor gets choked, and I very much had a, hope this doesn't awaken anything in me moment. Oh, boy. It did. Okay. Um, so Jay and Silent Bob, uh, but specifically from Dogma, when they're absolutely at their best and brightest and most wonderful, crest crest punks with a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. That fits. Except they're like not crest punks, but they're great. They're yeah. Um, Bar from You Hockey Show. Yep. <laughs> What the fuck did I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> the true hero of that series. Yeah, just a guy with a hard outer shell, candy shell, but a soft nougaty inside. Yep. Except, let's be real, also a soft nougaty outside. outside. Yep. <laughs> That's fair. It, it's like tempered chocolate. It looks like it's hard and crunchy, but, but you it's just not. bite right into yeah, it. Yeah, it's very soft. <laughs> melts melts in your mouth, but not in your hands. Yep. Yeah. Um, which I feel like describes Ben to a T. Yep. Yep. No, Kuwabara is by far the most moral character on Yu Hawk show. Yep. He hasn't murdered any children to date. <laughs> <laughs> Nor has he betrayed any of his allies. That is true. Yeah, very true. Yeah, not like, even he. And like, they fucking hate each other. Like, yeah. he helps, like, whip the Chiburo gang's ass. <clears throat> yeah. But also holds true to his own values and a deal he made with his friends to go see Megalica. Yeah, yeah. not Metallica. Uh-huh. Metallica. <laughs> also, question, does he kill anyone in the series? I don't think so. No, because every time that somebody actually dies, he either gets his ass beat or like has to do something else. Yeah, he gets removed from the situation of someone who's actually 
D dying. The only person who I think you could argue that Kuobara actually kills is the leader of the team, you know, the ninja team that like tried to really fuck them over oh, in the yeah. dark tournament. Mm-hmm. Because we never see that guy again. That's true. But I even but I'm pretty sure it's I, I don't think he dies. Yeah. I don't think he dies. Yeah, I don't think Kuobara has a body count. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Unlike literally every every other character. Other than Yukina. <sighs> Yukina's definitely killed some people, though. Oh, yeah. That's true. Like, look into those sweet eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the eyes of a murderer. They balance each other's eyes. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. She's like the murder kitten to his soft, sheath? soft boy, yeah. soft boy aura. A plush sheath. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah, but, I mean, is the fucking best, and you're the fucking best. Oh, and yeah. um, he's really... Uh, you know, kind and likes to get into fights. Kuobara reminds me the most of like a Japanese good old boy, but what you'd want a good old boy to be. Oh, absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? Kind of like, kind of like how Letterkenny, all the characters are good old boys, but yeah. it's like what you would want in a good old boy, and not yeah. like some fucking and, like not the good old boys I know yeah. that are yeah. like they, awful. Like not flying giant Confederate flags, but yeah, like, not like yeah, good old boys would punch yeah. a Nazi. Good old boys. Yeah. Yeah. That literally happens in Letterkenny, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kuwabara would fucking... Oh, yeah. Kuwabara yeah. would annihilate a Nazi. He would absolutely... No Nazis on his turf. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. No. Um, Marty from Cabin in the Woods. That's the stoner guy. Oh! <laughs> yeah. The stoner guy who knows what's going on the whole time. So... <laughs> it was really funny. He's the most savvy. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Like, horror movie-wise. Yeah. And at the end, he says, fuck it. Mm-hmm. And God damn it, if that's not you. Yeah. <laughs> that's very on brand for me. Yeah. I was watching 30 Rock, uh, like, compilations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because apparently ever since we watched one with Kenneth. Right, yeah. And it, mm-hmm. it, my, my YouTube feed has been full of those. And somehow it flipped over to Kevin in the Woods. What? And the, the initial scene where you meet Marty, where he's got the giant bong. Yeah, the coffee cup yep. that turns into the bong. Yeah. Can you believe that someone got paid a lot of money to make that movie prop? Yeah. And it was functional. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not only can I believe it, I want to live in a world where it exists. It does exist. I it know. It existed in that movie and exists in real life because of that movie. Yeah. You can buy one of those now. Like, uh, if Zero Gravity doesn't sell one, any other head shop... Or online head shops should sell them. Yeah. For cigarettes only. Yeah, for, for tobacco. tobacco use. Tobacco use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time they'll sell, like, packing tobacco. Which, ironically, you can smoke that through a bomb, and I have before. Yeah, that's a real interesting way to take in tobacco, huh? That's what yeah. I use my bongs for exclusively. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah. You get a good taste without all that pesky nicotine. Yeah. You know, that's the great thing about a glass pipe. You don't get all that wood flavor in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to smoke out of paper because... Carcinogens. Yeah. Trees. <laughs> Saving the trees. Save the trees, man. But fuck sand. It's everywhere. Yeah. Make as much glass as you want. Yeah. And then, uh, last but not least, Jake from Adventure Time. I'm Lucy Goosey. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Jake is kind of got some. He's got a chaotic good. Yeah, he's got a chaotic thing good on. thing going on. That's what I strive for. Jake. Like he loves Finn and he loves his family, but he'll also like 
Go rob a bank with his buddies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that is a thing. <laughs> yeah. When Jake, I feel like Travis and I cook because we have to eat. I feel like you cook because you're like time to make some of the most decadent out of the like off the wall shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like I don't eat all the time, but what I goddamn do. Yeah. I, goddamn do. I mean Travis and I like to make decadent off the wall shit too, but like I'm also just like I'm gonna cook at home and I'm gonna make this recipe that I've been making for years and it's a very simple pasta. Oh, yeah. Simple and Respectable, mm-hmm. economically savvy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I found this recipe for potato and leek soup. Yeah, and goddamn, if I haven't made it like five times already. I mean, oh, potato yeah. and leek soup's fucking delicious. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. amazing. Where are you getting your leeks from? This Walmart Depends or Whole Foods. Them. Yeah, but yeah, Walmart has leeks now. Publix has leeks too. Public oh. Publix leeks leeks are good, but they're usually smaller. Whole Foods and Walmart has like giant leaks. You know, I've been in Bad a boy few leaks. Walmarts where it was leaking from the ceiling. <sighs> Thanks, man. We almost put down Freddy. <laughs> For your puns. Exclusively because of the puns. Well, and all the child murder. Also that. Which Freddy? The bad Freddy one. Kruger. Oh. <laughs> Is there a good one? Is there a yes. Good Guess which one's which. You oh, have... there's Freddy from Scooby Doo. I forgot. No. What? There's two Freddy Kruegers. Oh, oh, the good Freddy or the bad Freddy? Yeah. The bad, good one. The good bad one. We chose the bad bad one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's worse. He's less fun. That movie was awful, and he does some bad things yeah, <laughs> all right well that's every character i had didn't you have fun today yeah yeah this was all very this was a very positive experience it was because hey. i feel like especially with us all being comedians we usually take every opportunity <clears throat> to roast each other yeah and we were like let's be nice this yeah. one time like, let's, let's all be nice yeah <laughs> good Friends. Yeah. Friendship. Friend time. Friendship. Yeah. I'm going to put sparkle sounds for our <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's depress ourselves by watching this episode. Great. Actually, uh-huh. I don't think this is going to be a bad season six experience because if I remember correctly, one of the best char- new characters of season six gets introduced in this episode. Ooh, well, we'll see. Yeah. What's this episode called? The Third Man. The Third Man. He's a man. He's a third man. Is he a third of a man? Nope. I think he's a full man. I just think he's in addition to two other men. Oh. I don't think this is a two and a half man situation. Oh. I think he's a full third oh, man. Yeah, the last episode was called Two and a Half Men, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And now this episode called The Third Man. What the fuck? Yep. <laughs> what if the next episode is just like... One eighth of a guy. <laughs> One eighth of a guy. What if it and was the like... Episode after no. that is like... The Third Man is actually a movie name. Is it? It's a, yeah. Or a TV show or something. It's a it's a reference to something. Because mm. uh, I was looking it up earlier today. I know it's got a football reference. It's not a... You're damn right, it's not. Um, so we've got Two and a Half Men, The Third Man. What if the next episode was just like, How I Met Your Mother? <laughs> <laughs> or like... <laughs> Like, I don't know, some other title. To Serve Man. Like, just suck in some other title that has to do with men. Like the King of Queens. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Dude, I would watch that if we got Ben Stiller on a Supernatural episode. Oh God, son of a bitch! No, the, his dad, Ben Stiller, like Ben Stiller Senior, because I don't. Remember oh, him. Ben Stiller Senior. Yeah, I don't remember his dad's name. I just realized that when it's I ben said Stiller it. Ben Stiller in Kings of Queens. King his dad Queens. is. What? Yeah. His dad's the dad, right? Yeah. No, yeah. The, what? No, the father-in-law. Father-in-law. Wait, does he also play his dad in Zoolander? Is that Ben yeah. Stiller's actual dad? That's Ben Stiller's actual dad. Mm-hmm. Wait. Yeah, George Costanza's father is Ben Stiller's dad. Is he? He's also in Holes. He is? Is he in Holes? Hold on. He's in Holes? I... Are you, are you confusing him with John Voight? That's a word you can say <laughs> on yeah. the radio. Yeah. You can say... Hey. I am. I am confusing him with John Voight. Okay. Wow, that was on point with that one. John. Yeah, John Voight was Mr. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. He's also currently a huge dick. Oh, he well, he's name. been... Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller. Jerry. That's his name. Good old Jerry. Yeah. All right, let's let's kick this episode in the ass. Yeah. Let's kick it up. Wait, I gotta guess. What oh yeah, oh yeah. What's it about? What's the third man? What's the third? It's been man a while about? since we've done this. Yeah, we're out of the groove. So Sam and Dean are in a shitty hotel room, and a guy knocks on the door, and he's like, "They're like, hey, I'm here about the monster problem." And Sam and Dean are like, "Okay, come on in." And then another guy will knocks on the door, and he goes. Uh, and they, they answer it, and he goes, oh, I'm here about the monster thing. And they're like, yeah, come in. And then the um, the third guy, he knocks on the door, and, but not the way you think. <laughs> and then Sam and Dean open the door, and they say, what are you here for? And then he says, orange you glad I didn't say banana? <laughs> Since when do Sam and Dean hire, like, pest control for monster problems? That, it starts in this episode. We got, we got tiny vampires running in the walls again. Better call stakes pest control. Better, better call salt. Better call raising the stakes pest control. Better call cut to the silver knife chase. Pest control. Okay, let's watch this episode. Let's do it. Hey, it's Ari again. Um, just telling you no, I've got a couple of comedy dates coming up. On the 25th, I'm going to be in Asheville, North Carolina for the Girl and Goblin show. Really neat show. Never done before. Super excited. But it's in a tattoo parlor. Um, then on the 26th in Chattanooga, Tennessee, I'm going to be at the Comedy Catch. Uh, and on the 30th, I'm going to be in Columbia, South Carolina at the Comedy uh, Closet. Uh, please, if you live near that area, come check me out. Um, I think I'm funny. Again, I'm going to be with the hilarious Bridget and Hillary and it's going to be a really fun time. I will have Hapcast merch, so if you want to add to your collection, you know you know where to find me. All right, have a good night. Bye! Go see Ari! Go see Ari! We had Zingers, Trey. Oh, damn it. Zingers. Okay. Let's rewind. Yeah, we're gonna start over. So I liked this episode way more than episodes one and two. Yes. Uh, everything about Cass. Everything about 
The Balthazar is great. Balthazar. Heaven Civil War is great. Balthazar has Gabriel energy. We get some, um, yeah, he's like mini mini reactor Gabriel yep. for sure. Yeah. Um, he's like, you know that meme from uh, uh, Into the Spider-Verse where it's Miles looking at Peter Parker. Yeah. And Miles is wearing like the costume mm-hmm. Spider-Man suit and they're doing, you know, like the thinking man's pose. Yeah. Yeah. Balthazar is Miles and Gabriel's, yeah. Gabriel's Peter Parker. Um, so good. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, now I want to watch Into the Spider-Verse. So good. Um, I feel like how good the Civil War storyline is in this season actually is kind of a problem. Really? Yeah. Because, because of how useless the other big yeah. storyline is. Well, because so episodes one and two started with that storyline. So I'm assuming that that's supposed to be the A plot for the season. Let's let's go ahead and sum up. Okay. So here's here's the story so far. The road so far. The road so far, yeah. No, that's, that's the road not taken. <laughs> the road that's being taken, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, Sam and Dean. Sam's back. We Sam's don't know back. why. Yep. At the same time that Sam's back, Grandpa Grandpa Campbell uh, is back. Yeah. Grandpa Soup. He's, he's been reheated. He's been, yeah, he's been, he's been reheated after being left in a car for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not drinking him straight cold from the can. Uh, we don't know why. Meanwhile, monsters are really active. Yeah. And, apparently. like, monsters that are usually solitary are, like, doing crazy shit. And then there's the alphas. Mm-hmm. What are those alphas up to? Who knows? Who knows? But it's something. Um, and that's pretty much what we got so far. Also, there's some shady shit going on with Sam. And we don't know what yet. Yeah, and, in an earlier episode I posed as like, hey, something's wrong with Sam. Yeah, so that also came up a little bit in this episode. Honestly, it really came up the most in this episode, yeah, I feel like, of so far. Because we've, basically, the first two episodes, Dean was like, there's something wrong with Sam. Mm-hmm. And it felt very much like, okay, we know that Dean knows that because of future vision. Yeah. Because he's the main character and the writer knows it. So the, the because the writer knows it, Dean knows it. Right. But there's no reason for Dean, the character, to know it. Um, but after watching this episode, if this had been the episode where Dean was like, there's something up with Sam, I would have been like, Absolutely. this makes, yeah, this comes together now. Like, yeah. that totally makes sense. Because they torture a child mm-hmm. who isn't conscious, but still. Yeah. They, like, knock him out first, but... Torture him nonetheless. Have you ever gotten a really bad canker sore while you sleep? Oh, God. Not a canker sore, a Charlie horse. Also that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can still feel Charlie horses in your sleep, mm-hmm. and they are not fun. And I imagine this is like a Charlie horse times a thousand. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, they do that. And Sam's like, I mean, I'm cool with this. Yeah, we'll see. That's interesting because while child torture is not cool, yeah, I thought that I, I liked, I, I liked, I was on board with Sam's kind of like reaction with it. Yeah, like he was just very. We needed the intel. Yeah, we needed the intel. It's not going to permanently damage him. Mm-hmm. I mean, psychologically, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Emotionally, for sure, but not physically. Well, who knows how far Castiel's cleric abilities go? Yeah. That's true. 
I'm just going to go ahead and say he rolled a nat 20 on this. Yep. And... <laughs> the kid's fine. Yeah, the kid's... Better than ever. He's, he's doing great. Yeah. Actually, he actually was going to develop some uh, pancreatic cancer later in life, and Cass went ahead and booped yeah. that away for him. Hell yeah. So, hurt a little bit, but now we're golden. Well, if he had Thanks, a Cass. Lower, he would have gotten rid of that prostate cancer. Okay, well that's dark. <laughs> yeah, I I really liked Sam and Cass's interactions this whole episode. Oh my god, yeah. I actually have some theories about that, but we can't talk about it until later because it involves some spoiler territory. Yeah. So I kind of want to go back to something that was mentioned. I can't. I want to say it was either season three or four. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it was season four thing, but now it's flipped, where. Dean came back from hell, Mm -hmm. and it was kind of planted in Sam's brain, like, oh, maybe not all of Dean is back. Yeah. Maybe maybe a little bit of Dean left, or maybe a little bit of Demon came up with him. And now it feels like this this script has been flipped, but on Sam's side. Like, and then Sam, well, it also happened with Sam, too, like, when he was drinking Demon Blood. Yeah. Like, oh, Sam's not totally here. It's happened to both of them. Now we're back to Sam. Yeah. Uh, Which brother is vaguely evil this time? (laughs) But this is definitely not Sam's modus operandi, right? While Sam is definitely, like, I think think at this point in the show, we could be like, look, Sam is willing to do a bunch of stuff for the greater good. Mm -hmm. And that stuff can be fucked up. But is he torture a child? I don't think so. Where's the line? Yeah. Or he's at least not torture a child, but not, like, say anything or, like, exhaust all other options. Right, yeah. Because this is, like, Cass is basically, like, we gotta torture this fucking kid. Dean's like, mm, hold on. <laughs> and Cass is like, nope, this is the option. And Sam's like, that's, yeah, Cass is yeah. right. Yep. That's right. correct. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, if this had been season four or five, there would have been the whole episode. Yeah. Would have been just about... The, the debate of whether like, or not we torture this child. Yeah, that would have been at, like, 15 minutes of the episode. Yeah. And Sam would have been, like, right there with Dean being like, guys, no. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Cass had some great, like, um... What are what is this thing you humans call love moments? Yes. Oh, my God. I love that so much. <laughs> Like, I, even more than in season five. My it, people skills are yeah, rusty, rusty. And he's doing the... Years. Yeah, yeah, I spent a year as a... What is it? A wavelength? Not as a person, but a wavelength of so, uh, celestial intent. Yeah. I love that line so much. Um, Sam, Cass is busy. And it kind of gets trickled out for us. And I, I kind of was just like... Because I knew about mm. the Civil War. So I was like, Cass, just tell him. Yeah. Just, just fucking tell them. Express your feelings. Yeah. Let your friends know. So, hey, they're a little mad because you didn't show up. Just be like, hey, I'm busy. Yeah. So I feel he- like heaven is being torn to pieces right now. The shithole. Yeah. I feel like that Raphael being is like the head of the traditionalists. Yeah. I kind of feel like Cass is the head of the non. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You nice. feel that way because that's what it is. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is public enemy number one in yeah. Raphael's book, for sure. He's accidentally the head anarchist. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I didn't want this to happen, but I guess now it is. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, you know that whole greatness thrust upon them yep. thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. Yep. Wink. It's going to be fine. Yeah. No, it's not. Nothing's ever fine in Supernatural World. The show's fine. The show's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the show's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like the Civil War storyline is really good. And at some point, I'm just going to spoil something. They kind of just abandoned the other thing. Really? <laughs> and they're just I like... Mean, I know y'all have talked about dropped plot lines. Well, like... They fumbled. They yeah. wrap it up, but not really. Yeah. It's like they're like, but really, it was connected the whole time. But no, it wasn't. So, <laughs> you know what? You know things happened this season. Yeah, but because of how they handle things, they continue through season seven. Mm. Yeah, and some of eight. so yeah, so and some of eight. Another thing that was introduced this season was like. The heavenly weapons, like the staff of Moses, which was used to bring the plague to the Egyptians. Yeah, I'm assuming that other stuff shows up along the line. Like, there's the jawbone knife, well, whatever that is. You're putting the day cart before the horse. Okay. Yeah. Um, The day cart. (laughs) So you're not wrong. But you're not right. But you're not right. Okay. Now, a big thing that I introduced this episode that is going to be a thing throughout the rest of the show is human souls are batteries. Yeah. They're they're literally like souls in Dark Souls. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like, people need them for power. Yeah. And And by people, you mean like angels and demons. Yeah. Mm. Or other humans, okay. Mm. (laughs) But yeah, this season's mostly going to focus on... Who's gonna Who's gonna scrounge up them souls first? Yeah. Wow! Yeah. yeah, there's a finite amount of like power in the universe, I guess. Yeah, because mm. well, we're not gods. It's like the thermo heat death of the universe kind of deal. There's only so much of it, uh, and when you're out, you're out. Okay. Yeah, and the more souls you have, the more ability to do your magic bullshit you can do. Yeah. I guess so. It's literally like souls and dark souls. Yeah, and that's like a thing. So is Throughout. that why Raphael is so powerful? It's why it's why heaven and hell are so powerful. Oh, okay. Because, like, that's why they're vying for souls, is to power their bullshit. Gotcha. That's why demons go out and, and make demon deals. Yeah. To get more because souls. That's why angels don't, like, have, they don't have to make deals. People are already trying to be good people to get to heaven. That's true. And again, okay. the definition of good person. I don't know why that happened a second time. The definition of a good person in Supernatural or person who gets to heaven is basically just like, were you fine? Yeah. Like, basically all right? Did you not? You get yeah. a pass. Did you not kick puppies? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Did you Did you meet the minimum of decent person? Yeah. Like, those fucking cops maybe made it in. Who knows? Hey, just well, kidding. They murdered a child. Yeah. Did you put your shopping cart back when you were done? By the way, uh, so this so this the episode came out in like I yes. guess 2011. 2011? Yeah. Yeah. 2010, 2011. 2010. It would have been 2010. Yeah, supernatural. And like, fuck cops. Yeah, and they have a full on like hands up, don't shoot Michael mm. Brown episode. And this was before Michael Brown. No, this was no. this was that was 2011. I mean, r- roughly. I could have sworn that was like 2012. I remember hearing about the verdict but it, it i mean michael brown wasn't the first no oh, no it absolutely wasn't the first no tamir rice was before that right 
I honestly don't remember. Oh, Michael Brown, shooting Michael Brown was 2014, actually. That's what I thought. I, I had a feeling it was later. But there's been, I mean, uh, the 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, before that, yeah. 70s, 80s. Yeah, 60s. this isn't, I mean, this isn't new. 50s, 80s, but there 40s, is 30s, 20s. Straight 80s, up. 10s. I legitimately was like, okay, so they're going to have a thing with the, the cops and the wrongful death, but it's going to be like. It wasn't like a thing. They, well, I was like, they're going to do that, but it's going to be like a white guy, like a white kid. Oh, yeah. I didn't oh. think it was going to be like. They were like, they fucking went there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They absolutely did. Yeah. They went full bad cop, no donut. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, the episode starts with some pretty brutal supernatural deaths. It really A does. guy gets liquefied into a puddle of blood, yeah. which is, you know, puddle of mud's cooler older cousin. Yeah. Puddle of mud. <laughs> um, another guy gets boiled to death. And that he gets yeah. a lot of boils. Mm-hmm. Um, and they suffocate his windpipe. And then the third dude. The most metal. The yeah. most metal of deaths, uh, locusts eat through eat his, his skull yeah, and eat, his brain. Yeah, eat his brain and out of his skull. Well, he yep. scratches like he's he's scratching the top and yeah. they're scratching out. Oh my god! Oh, that's true. Like, you, yeah, he was like he was picking at it. He was picking at it, and I guess he was wearing his hat because he knew he was picking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that's so crazy. He yeah. Was like, and he basically is the one who gives away the ghost. So we see the first cop die, and we're like, okay. And we didn't get a all cops are bastards vibe. Yeah. But then we see the second cop guy, mm-hmm. and the phone. There's a phone conversation that cop number three and cop number number two have. Their names don't matter. Um, where uh, basically, like, cop cop number two is like, look, he didn't die. His death didn't have anything to do with us. Don't yeah. worry about it. Don't say anything. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh. Yeah. And he's drinking on the job. Yeah. Oh, was he doing that too? I didn't yeah, know he, he, he poured a, something uh, in his drink, yeah. Okay. And so then he dies from the boils, and you're like, okay, these guys definitely did something illegal. Like, they're mm-hmm. they're dirty cops. Oh, yeah. Covering some shit up. Yeah. And then the third cop is like, we planted the gun, and I was like, oh boy, <laughs> here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, little do they know, you don't have to plant a gun, you just have to be a cop, and you're going to get away with literal murder in America. Yeah. So darker than any joke I can make. It's not a joke. Yeah. Well, it's still it's... a fantasy show. So. <laughs> yeah. Still <laughs> a fantasy show. Let's live in a world where if they had it, they would have been, like, you know, arrested and sent to prison. What would that be like? Oh, God. God, it's sad. So, yeah. we find out that um, in a completely justified move... Uh, so these are the biblical plagues, mm-hmm. which badass. Yes, yeah. super badass. Oh, I didn't even metal catch on to it. AF. Yeah, I didn't catch on to it either, and I've seen the goddamn episode before. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing it's been a minute, like me. It has been a minute, yeah. And also, season six, there's like some standout moments, but I wouldn't call it the most memorable season. Yeah. yeah. Um, we can have Bobby's, though. It's a good episode. That's yeah. that's coming up next. Is that the so there's a little teaser after the episode? Is that whole thing weekend at Bobby's? No, God, no. Okay. That's like, like the next it, like six say, episodes. It like more than just one episode. That is pretty much up into um, it, the episode isn't called this because Lizzo wasn't like a thing back then. But the episode might as well be called Truth Hurts. Nice. Like that up until the Truth Hurts episode. Uh, that um, that's that te- that's what that teaser was. Nice. This season is like two halves. Of two different seasons, 
making mm. a strange pie. Yeah. Interesting. This yeah. isn't like peanut butter and jelly. This is like rhubarb jalapeno brownie. Oh my god, we have to talk about the total fan service that was in the beginning of the episode. Oh, yeah. And by fan service, I don't mean like, hey, they made a reference to another nerd thing. Yeah, I no, mean like, like backs. Backs. Backs, abs, abs pecs. Biceps. That fucking V thing that ripped people have. The when V. Like, yeah, the V that points to your crotch. The pelvic V. Yeah, that's what it is. Basically like a landing strip to my dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Sam and Dean, they were like, this has not happened before. There have been like sex scenes. Right. But nothing as egregious. Nothing that was like, this is for the ladies. Mm-hmm. Mostly, and the queer men. Yeah, and had- non binary people and straight dudes. Anyone because, yeah, pretty much. Because the no. cameras were totally focused on yeah. these guys. They had Jared Padalecki oiled. Uh, oh my god. Hey, like he was about to get into some Turk Turkish wrestling. Yeah. Bread yeah. and fight club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Just like straight up like I want to destroy something beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's um how hardcore this was. But uh we see so Dean's having a the other reason why I'm like this is egregious fan service is that there's literally no reason for it. Yeah. There is I guess Okay, so we we catch Dean having a wet dream about Lisa. Yeah. Why did we need that? I don't know. To tell him that to tell us that he misses her, we know. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was very strange. I I think that was just going along with like different things movies were doing at the time. Mm, yeah. It was like let's play off something that seems real, but it's a dream, and then he wakes up when a semi drives by and oh. up because he's sleeping in his car. I think it's just 100% they wanted to show off Jensen Ackles' back. Totally. Muscular back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And be like, he's having sex, but don't worry, you're barely going to see Lisa, I bet they were like, lady. We're already showing Jared Padalecki's back and front yeah. and middle. How do and we sides. show off the Jensen? Yeah, and that that was how they decided to do yeah, it. We show off yep. Jensen's junk. Okay. I like fan service. We all like fan service. Yeah. But give me a reason for it to exist. Yeah. yeah don't real. just ha- don't twice. just here we are. This is just like these are completely normal things that we see all the time in Supernatural. Yeah. No, we don't. I love Losardo cherries. I don't want them on my steak. Exactly. I want things to be logistical. I love titties. I love ice. I want them to be like logistically there. I want it to make sense. Exactly. If like, and there are sex scenes in Supernatural that I'm like, this feels like a natural progression of these two characters. I get why they're doing this. And I mean, it makes sense if we see Lisa and Dean like, you know, covers still covering most of their body. Fuck, right? Yeah. Because they're a couple, and we're trying to show that they're in love and blah blah blah. Yeah. This is just fucking out of nowhere, and it didn't even happen. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm trying to think of another time where we've seen like a sex scene that I was like, yeah, that tracks. Uh, Cassie in season one, yeah. Cassie and Dean. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's pretty fan servicey, but it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if there's like a beach episode where <laughs> they all go and we finally have an excuse to get them in their swimsuits. If season uh, fifteen doesn't <laughs> have a beach episode, then what's the fucking point? It's yeah. All for nothing. <laughs> I think there was a. <laughs> then it really is a live action anime. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if it was season one or two, but there was Sam and the Werewolf Girl. Yeah. 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 
Because Sam's a monster fucker. <laughs> he is. Oh my god. Him and Ruby, though. Oh yeah, anytime yeah. with Ooh, him and Ruby. I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. <laughs> That's how I feel about any sex scene with Ruby, because they those were rough. Mm. And there was blood play, which... Kinky. Yeah. That's kinky as fuck, a, Sam. It was a different kind of knife-edge deathmatch. Yeah, Sam needs to fuck a vampire, because like I feel like that's just like the natural progression. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's something he'd be really into, and I want him to be happy. And then the thing with Sam is he fucks a prostitute, but he dicks her so good (laughs) that she forgets that she... she, This... Okay, they have never met a prostitute or seen a movie or read a book. They never read Secret Diary of a Call Girl. Like, none of that happened, because this is not... I feel like... I mean, God, now I'm like, well, I'm talking a little out of turn. I don't know any prostitutes or, you know, sex workers of yeah. that of that particular brand of sex work. But That is not how it works. If, I'm not going to say how I know this, but that's not how that works. Yeah, I'll explain how it works, but you can't ask why I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you are somebody who knows the inner workings of, like, prostitution, please at us. Yeah. Through our email, heyaspodpodcast.gmail.com, or through our website, or you can at Habcast on Twitter. And Instagram. And Instagram and Facebook, or Hey Asbutt, uh Supernatural Podcast on Facebook. Or and you tell can call us. Travis at two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do not that call Travis. already too much information. <laughs> <laughs> do not call Travis because he does not answer phone calls. Um, he can't hear it. Do not no. call any of us. None of us answer phone calls. It's 2020. Yeah. But you can text us. Uh, you can find our numbers. It's a game. Um, My no, it's not. Is very easily accessible. It's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. All of our numbers are welcome to the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, so I'm pretty sure, so I'm pretty sure that if you have a woman who you've hired stay Mm -hmm. the night, uh, pretty sure they're not like, let's go on a date later. Nor do I think they forget to get paid. Yeah. That's their job. Like, no matter how much I enjoy my job, I'm not like, if my paycheck comes doesn't come in, I'm fine with it because I had a great time. Yeah. That bitch has bills. Yeah. She is a hardworking lady. She deserves to get her wages. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Give the money first. Then do the thing. Then they leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. There we go. That's something yeah. I... Money up front. Yeah. I gotta say, kudos to Sam, because she forgets to get paid, and he's still like, hey, did you forget this? Yeah. <laughs> he's been all mysterious and coy yeah. and shit. Why is Sam hiring a prostitute? Other than he wants to fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Sam shouldn't have to hire a prostitute to fuck, first of all. Well, maybe that's like his I mean, thing. look at him. Well, I know, he's, again, oiled up like a Turkish wrestler. Yeah. That leads me... I want to say a thing, and like this is all I'm going to say. You can ask questions if you want, because this goes along with the question I asked you earlier on in the season. What goes along with picking up a lady or anyone anywhere? It's a good conversation. What do you need for good conversation? Emotional connection. Oh. Hiring a prostitute is the more logistical problem. Uh, can't think of the P word. Supernatural, I don't think can conceive of a of a female character that just wants to get it in. Yeah. Also, it's the yeah. CW. Like that's the like 
the one way they can be like, women don't like sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a girl who has sex, but she's bad because she doesn't want to. She doesn't want an emotional connection to her partner. She just wants or, that high beef injection. Yeah, she just wants the PhD. Wink. I mean, I think everyone should. If they want to get a doctorate, then I think that's totally legitimate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We support you getting your doctorate. Um, You want to get a PhD in Richard? I mean, college is a scam. So, you know, take that at your own risk. Okay. Um, But, yeah, so that's the totally unnecessary, yet appreciated fan service. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Not to sound too much like Janet from uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, but... I'm not a huge muscles person. Like, like I had a, well. I'll say this. Yeah. They're pretty to look at, mm-hmm. but doing anything with is probably fucking painful. Because it's just hard. Oh, yeah. I. Maybe, like, some people are into that. It's totally cool. That's fine. No, so there are definitely some people who are into, like, super muscular dudes. And yeah. ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I just don't get the uh, appeal. Yeah. Like, that's not that's not to my taste. I had a friend the other night was like, oh, I'm seeing this guy, and his biceps are amazing. They're honking. And I was like, cool. cool. And I was like, if I were attracted to that, I probably would have found a better way to describe biceps other than honking. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Those aren't the words she said. Though that's what I paraphrased. Mm. She said something else that I'm sure was much more appealing. And I went with honking yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. Sorry, this didn't I'm, you know, attracted to um men and this did not do it for me. Just in case anyone was curious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know what did do it for me? Balthazar. That yeah. deep V-neck. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> no. Uh, that deep V was down, and so was he. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Him and, like, Crowley. Yeah. Mark yeah. Shepard oh, can I get bet, it. Yeah, I bet him and Crowley would get along. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. In, like, a we're frenemies. Yeah. Best of frenemies yeah. sort of way. Like, he would have been, like, stepbrothers. Where they were like just at each other's throats for like a minute. And oh they, yeah, they figure out shit that they haven't come. Like, do we just become best friends? Yeah. Yeah. So Crowley, Crowley, you like Balthazar. stealing people's souls? Which one has the drum set? Oh, between between Crowley and Balthazar. Crowley. Crowley. Okay. Yeah. Do yeah. so you touch my drum set? Okay. okay. Balthazar would totally like de- teabag a drum set. Nice. Um, so, uh, back to the main plot of the episode, um, it come to find out that somebody has the staff of Moses or part of the staff of Moses Mm -hmm. and fucked up those cops and turns out it was the brother of the victim, Mm -hmm. um, of their, the cop, uh, the kid that they shot and um, he sold the staff for his soul. Yeah, well, I thought this whole thing was kind of interesting because the kid prayed to God and yep. said, please let something happen to these cops. God obviously didn't answer. Yeah, God he's still doing his doing uh, something else. He's still doing his uh, disappeared dad. I went out uh, 7.5 million eons ago. I went out for <laughs> cigarettes and I never came back. That crazy God with his call waiting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
but then I thought it was interesting that it was like, oh, God didn't answer, but an angel did. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Which is an interesting twist because most of the time when you hear of selling the soul, it's somebody praying to God, but it's usually getting a demon. demon yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and it turns out it's Balthazar. Mm-hmm. Who is Balthazar? He was an angel. He was close to Cass. Yes. They fought together. On, so In the war on Titan? Yeah, probably. Um, okay, I was going to be like, what? <laughs> uh, probably was close to uh, Anna, too, then, because Anna was oh, their yeah. commander. Mm-hmm. Um, and he faked his death during the apocalypse to, to come down to Earth and party. Yeah. He has a menage a deux, which is 12 in French. Nice. Thanks, high school French. Thanks, Duolingo. <laughs> that, was a, that was a fun little scene because I was like, either, honestly, if if Cass had answered, like, the way he answered, he was just kind of like, gross, move on. Yeah. Uh, but if he had just been like, it's deuce, or whatever, yeah, yeah. Like, whatever if, if he had just been on like, the thanks, he said, we've moved deuce, onze, deuce. Yeah, yeah, if he had answered like, it's I would have lost my mind. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Do you think they didn't use the actual word because the other connotation? Because it sounds like deuce. Deuce. I don't. I mean, they say the word douchebag a lot. No, 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 not douchebag. Deuce. Deuce. Like Like deuces. Yeah. That I don't understand why. Yeah, but still. But they've that's, said much. They've had much fouler language than that. They have, and that's like, why not say the word and answer the question? Maybe Cass doesn't know that word. Maybe Cass doesn't speak French. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. This is an all-powerful angel, but if he tries to read something in French, he's like, I can't fucking read this. I don't know. I'm just entertained by the idea that like. <laughs> Yeah, Cass is an all-powerful angel. Maybe he can speak every other language, but the minute somebody's like, oh, bonjour, je m'appelle, he's just like, oh, I'm going to stop you right there. I don't know a goddamn word you just said. (laughs) That's a great idea for something, like an all-powerful being, like angel, demon, Cthulhu monster, something, an elder god. Yeah. Crazy powerful. It's just lands in France, can't get out, can't just understand the language. (laughs) And oh it's my a huge god! Dick about it. Or he lands in Quebec, and then everyone's just mad at him for not knowing French. <laughs> and specifically, but no, he doesn't know French, but he knows Quebecois. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he lands in France and knows Quebecois. And they're yeah. just like fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Seeks uh, Cajun French. Oh god, <laughs> that's just a nonsense language <laughs> for crazy people. <laughs> Let's go ask Boudreaux. Yeah. <laughs> our Cajun friend. As if, as if that wasn't clear enough from the name. Yeah. Um, so, I, I like the idea of having an all-powerful being who like to get all-powerful is just bad at one thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're all-powerful in every way, except you can't cook for shit. Yeah. Well, Cass kind of has that. Like, he's all-powerful in every way, and he has no people skills. Yeah, that's true. that's amazing. Yeah. Um, Also, again, meeting Balthazar, this is like, Cass is just 
that way. Mm-hmm. Like, he just has no people skills. Yeah. Because Balthazar has the exact same amount of socialization as Cass does with humans, and he's, like, fine. Yeah. He's not struggling to pick up on cues. He can read a room. He understands the play- time and place for bunny ears. Yeah. Um, I love Cass so much. <laughs> I love Balthazar, too. So I like the fact that Cass gets into the mansion. I like the fact that he goes by himself. Mm. And um, he sees a frog, and you don't understand the importance of the frog. Because like, when, you grow- when you go into a crazy party mansion that's been described as, like, a Liberace mansion. You would not oh, be surprised yeah. to just find a frog. I mean, when I saw the frog, I was like, oh, that's another plague. Oh, were you? I was yeah. like, that's a fucking frog. Well, you, you see it and you think plague, but it's like, you see the cause without the effects. Like, you see a frog, but you don't see... Yeah, well, it's kind of like waking up with a pineapple on your nightstand. Like, you don't know where it came from. Exactly. Thanks, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, uh, I liked... Um, that, and then we get in, and the angel, so, um, Cass and this other angel had, like, a fight, and they destroyed Sam's car. Uh, that's a thing where, like, Sam has, like, I don't know, a fucking hybrid or something, and, mm-hmm. um, Dean's like, can't have that. I don't think it's a hybrid. I think it's, it's not just, a hybrid. It's no. just, like, a Honda. It's a newer no, car. No, it's a Dodge Charger. Oh, yeah. is it? Yeah. yeah, he's just making oh. fun of the fact that it's not made of steel. Yeah. Which, Dean, your car is... Way less safe. Yeah. yeah. Dean, if your car ever got into an actual wreck in real life, it would crumble so fast. No, they would fly through the windshield because the car was made out of a whole bunch of fucking metal. The mm. car would be fine. They would not. Yeah, actually. Car, really? Cars crumbling is actually better for the person. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's why it's I like, thought I saw something that was like, old-timey cars are actually worse because they just like fold in each other. Like That's the other way around. Oh, okay. Newer Never cars mind. Are better because they, they have points where they just fold in. Got it. And now, like, wrecks look worse. But the but people, people are more likely to survive. Yes. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, I had that flipped in my head. Like, fuck, even my car wreck last year. Yeah. Uh, uh, I might have, if I had been driving a 68 Chevy Impala, I probably would have flown through the windshield of that. Yeah. Uh, instead, it just went, went, and everything was fine. Yeah, All right. Mm-hmm. Noise. Um... So, uh, I like Cass and Balthazar's interaction. I like how genuine it is. Yeah. Where Cass is, like, kind of upset that Balthazar faked his death because he lost, you know, a brother Mm -hmm. that he actually, like, gave a shit about. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry, this reminds me of something earlier in the episode where Cass was like, I keep trying to tell my brothers that they have a choice and I, I I want them to be better than they are and I was literally just like why would you ever expect them to do anything yeah. <laughs> that's not terrible yeah, it's like going out on the road yeah. your amount people to be good at driving your amount of non-shitty brothers I can count on one hand yeah. and they're still kind of shitty yeah like a little bit like Anna was pretty cool but she still went back in time to murder you know Mary and John yeah yeah Instead of, like, looking into a plan B at all. Yeah. And Gabriel was kind of cool, but he was just, like, hiding the whole time. And also, you know, murdered. Oh, yeah. Into murder. Yeah, Yeah. he did murder things. And then Balthazar is kind of cool, but he's, like, getting souls pawned to him. And he stole a bunch of stuff. And he stole a bunch of stuff. Which, admittedly, like, to be fair, don't leave your all-powerful god weapons lying around. For real. Yeah. 
for EA and cool uh, Romans do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, that's another thing is he's the one who stole the weapons and he's been selling them for souls. And Cass is like, you should join my side and help mm-hmm. and give me those weapons. And Balthazar's like, you know, I would legitimately help you. Like nothing has changed between us. You are one of the, you are my brother, you know, and Cass is like, so help out. And Balthazar's like, no. He's like, nah, bro, I gotta sell this shit. I gotta make a living. Yep. And then there's a little fight scene between uh, Sam and Dean and the other angels, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool because uh, they sh- these jobbers show up and Sam's like, look, I've got a little angel sword too. And, they're, and then he's just like, you think you can fucking take on an angel? And then Dean's like, yes, motherfucker, and slams on the fucking Angel Banners. Yes! That was great. That was a good time. The angel specifically is like, you think you could take an angel in a knife fight? And I was just so amused by the idea of, like, sharks versus jets. (laughs) 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 Snaps. Um, I really liked uh, that. Oh, Raphael comes in for the first time. Yeah. And what do we think about him? I He's mean, an archangel. I like him as a big bad. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good big bad. I think he's definitely a more legitimate big bad than one that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, he's got better motive, as far as I know. Yeah, he's the he wants to bring the apocalypse back. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. <sighs> no, I don't know how I feel about him in a big bad role. Hmm. I think he's a good antagonist for Cass. I think that's a very interesting... That is an interesting point, because... Oh, yeah. Just the other thing, by itself, not super interesting for a season, but adding Raphael adds a certain... Not je ne sais quoi, but whatever French is for I can't say what. Uh, That's supposed to be a joke. It adds a certain juice. Yeah. Some flavoring. I mean, I, I was very flavored by this whole episode. It was much more flavorful. It was like drinking a can of hot soup. Yeah. <laughs> Not straight from the can, but yeah. you heat it up first. Didn't even put any extra water in it. Just had all that stuff. Oh, shit. <laughs> you didn't water that down at all, did nope. you? Uncomfortable. Not, not even half a can. Oh, wow. Straight up. Um, I, uh, the only reason why I'm like this is just because last season we got, like, literally all of heaven and hell, but also the extremely charismatic Mark Pellegrino as Lucifer. Yes. And, like, Raphael's just not even going to compare. That's true. In my opinion, as far as that goes. It does make sense that it is Raphael. It does make sense. And, I mean, yeah, he's, like, the only other major player left who could pose Mm -hmm. that sort of threat to Cass. I think how they treat the Civil War storyline is very interesting. Mm -hmm. And, honestly, don't know how I feel about it. Because part of it's, like... Part of it, I'm like, you kind of had to keep some things in the dark because you've got the reveals going on. Right. But also, and also, like, but how would you, like, how would we be able to see this mm-hmm. more than we already do? Mm-hmm. But also, I'm kind of like, the other major plot of your story is so bad. Yeah. 
like, and we're going to, but because it's easier to, like, put on screen, that gets a lot of on-screen focus. And Sam and Dean, I feel like, are much more active players in that story. Because the Civil War thing is Cass's story, but Cass isn't the lead. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's one of the main characters. He's certainly very important to the story at this time. But he's not the lead character. Like, it's the Civil War thing is really about him. Yeah. And it doesn't, it's not really about Sam and Dean until much later. Mm. And by that point, I mean, I don't know. Let's watch it, and then we'll I, I we'll discuss it more then. Okay. Um, because one, I want to be able to have discussion where you can actually add something. Oh yeah. And also because again, it has been a while since I've seen it. It'll be fresh on all of our. Books. It will be, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll revisit that point at the end of the season. But right now, again, how I feel about season six, it's like not terrible, but ultimately, meh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the middle of the road steakhouse burger steak. It's fine. <laughs> Had better. Um, we'll have better. It's like eating at Chili's. I mentioned this. I don't remember if we discussed this during the LSA or I just mentioned it outside, like while we were recording the LSA, but it wasn't actually in the episode. But I saw a um, post by a Tumblr user, and I'll look her, uh, their, them up now. Ah! We had a moment in another episode where we were like, I saw a Tumblr post that has the same energy as like. I'm not racist, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, that particular post, I found it hilarious because it was basically a breakdown of all the themes of Supernatural. Oh, yeah. By the robot monster. We talked about it. I don't think we recorded it. Okay. And um, the first, you know, five seasons, or first seven seasons really have, like, actual themes. Mm -hmm. And then after that is suggested exit. And I'm like, you right, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and then seasons, and then after that, like all of the themes are like, um, not they're not themes. They're just like here's kind of what the what kind of what the season did, and it was all right. Um, and yeah, it's real downhill until yeah, season twelve, which is great. Season twelve is good. Thirteen really picks up. Fourteen. Really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, season six, it's definitely picking up from what we've seen previously, but uh, the episode ends with them putting Balthazar in a Ring of Holy Fire yeah. uh, in exchange for like letting uh, Aaron, is the kid um, who had the staff and like killed those cops, letting his soul go. Um, Balthazar does that. And then Dean, I guess, is just going to leave Balthazar trapped in a ring of fire forever yeah well they did that to Raphael too yeah Yeah, we got out eventually yeah I think they were either going to leave him or try and get more out of him yeah well I mean obviously they want the weapons too well Cass already made a deal for the for the weapons oh um Balthazar so Cass is about to be taken out by Raphael and uh this is really the first time we see them interact since season four yes Mm. uh or no early season five early season early season five like second or third episode and um it's great i love i love villain hero dynamics oh yeah or villain anti-hero dynamics because Cass is uh i mean i would definitely classify him as an anti-hero oh yeah for sure Mm. because he'll just do whatever it takes he doesn't care about like 
torturing children. Yeah, well, the ends justify the means. It's mm-hmm. all for the greater good. Yep. Yeah. He, he hasn't gotten that, you know, character development yet, where he's like, oh, maybe I should give a shit about the little people. <laughs> I did love that moment where he's like, Dean and Sam are negotiating with Balthazar to let the the kid's soul go, and Balthazar's like, Catherine will let these hairless apes talk to me like this, and Cass is like, I believe the hairless apes have the floor. Yeah, and I was that like, was good. that's my boy. Um, but Balthazar turns Raphael's vessel into a pillar of salt, a la lot. Yeah. Which I loved. Mm. Um, and, uh, oh, a la lot's wife, I should say. Mm-hmm. And um, he does that, like, big solid for Cass. And I guess this is, like, he's kind of, like, I'm not in it yet, but I'm getting there. Like, I'm... Mm. I'm gonna you know join the fight but i'm still waffling a little, little bit but i'll save your your ass because he yeah. really doesn't like Raphael. um and uh um that's when they trap him in the holy fire and dean is like all right well you're stuck here now <laughs> and then Cass lets him go yeah and then they both leave mm-hmm. and i was like thank god that like Balthazar's place was walking distance from their car. Yeah. I know, right? Um, And then Sam and Dean have the... Let's talk about why I think you're still kind of fucked up. Yeah. Which, again, this conversation, this episode, yeah. Mm -hmm. Previous episodes, I was like, come on. Yeah. So, yeah. Overall, great episode. Loved it a lot for the reasons we've already discussed. Mm -hmm. So good. Definitely the best episode of the season so far. Oh, yeah. So far. And next episode is really good, too. Yeah, so. we saw little teasers for some stuff. Yeah. And I'm really excited about all of that. I'm going to go ahead and say this. Um, next episode might be one of my favorites of the season. And that's not me just being like, I remember it being really good. No, yeah. it's legitimately great. Yeah. Um, also, we noticed every episode this season uh, is a movie, TV, or music reference. Yeah. So, so far we've had, um, uh, fuck, what was the first episode? I don't remember. Neither do I. But we had two and a half men. Yep. And now we have the third man. Yeah, which I didn't realize was a reference to anything. It is a reference to a 1949 movie set in post-war Vienna. The third man stars Joseph Cotton as Holly Martin's erect writer of pulp westerns who arrives penniless as the guest of his childhood chum harry lime only to find him dead martins develops a conspiracy theory after learning of a third man present at the time of harry's death running into interference from british officer major calloway and falling head over heels for harry's grief-stricken lover anna wow yeah and orson welles is in it Nice. He plays Harry Lyme, the oh. childhood chum who dies. Hmm. Yeah. And then, um... Oh, I was looking at the magicians on Netflix. Don't worry about me. <laughs> oh, yeah, when we were doing that whole thing earlier, I wanted to add Alice just as a goof. Because <laughs> I know how much you hate Fuck Alice. You. <laughs> Why? Okay, Exile on Main Street, that's oh, a song yes. reference. Mm-hmm. Two and a Half Men, sitcom, obviously. The Third Man. Classic movie. Classic movie that we never heard of before now. Nope. And then uh, Weekend at Bobby's, which is clearly... Weekend at Bernie's. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, got a lot to look forward to. Slow start. Yeah. But overall, I think it's going to be a, you know, classic supernatural wild ride in a car that if you got into a wreck, it would kill you instantly. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very poignant. Anything else that we want to talk about? Well, the next episode is called Weekend at Bobby's. Yeah. What do you think it's about? So, Sam and Dean... Sam and Dean find Cass, but he's not there. It's just the vessel's body. And they have to oh call. shit! No Jimmy. No, yep, no Jimmy. It's just an empty shell. Mm-hmm. And uh, they call it Bobby, and they say, "Bobby, do you still have that wheelchair?" <laughs> no. And so they put they put Jimmy, empty shell Jimmy, in the wheelchair, but not the way you think. <laughs> and that's what happens. I can dig it. They just like go throughout a party with him in a wheelchair. But not the way you, but think. Not the way you think. Is anything ever the way we think anymore? Nope. No. no. <laughs> Alright. Well, that might happen, but if it does, we'll talk about it next week on Hey Ass Butt. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, please check out our Patreon and our uh, website at Habcast.com. Our Patreons is patreon.com slash Habcast. You can also find our social media. We are at Habcast on Twitter and Instagram. And we have a Facebook page, Hey Ass Butt Podcast, a Supernatural Podcast. Um, we really love hearing from you guys, and we love answering your questions and, and, and writing back to your emails. So, you know, please keep doing that because it, it brings us so much heart. Um, if you want to hear more from us, uh, go to our Patreon, and you can gain access to another show that we do called Butt Shag Ass, where we watch things that supernatural actors have been in that are not supernatural. Sometimes we watch things that supernatural actors haven't been in. just kind of depends on how we're feeling. Uh, most recently, we watched... Lost, lost for yeah. San Pell. For good old San Pell, it was quite a time. It was the most time. That will that will be up by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, uh, so you can check that, check out. that um, out. My, I'm gonna choose next month's episode, and that'll be up pretty. That'll be up in January as well. Two for one special because we didn't do December. I'm sorry about that. Things yep. got life got crazy. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, tweeted us. Write us a review that really helps us get the word out. Yes, yeah. Leave an iTunes review. Yeah. Listen on Apple iTunes or I guess other things have reviews, but I don't read no, them. Yeah, yeah. No one cares about those. All right. Well, until next time, have fun and don't die. Bye.
has to be someone else. <laughs> Why? Oh, well, then you, you both to, travel back. Because would... you have to be surprised into time travel. <laughs> That's how it works.